Hello, and welcome to episode 38 of the Dose of Joy podcast. I'm your host, Joy Huber, and I'm a stage four young adult lymphoma cancer survivor. As someone who's been there through a cancer diagnosis, years of chemotherapy, and side effects, including total hair loss, I'm here to guide you and your loved ones through cancer. Thanks for listening to this podcast, and thank you for sharing this podcast with others you know who are also facing cancer. July is Sarcoma and Bone Cancer Awareness Month, so welcome to the first part of a two-part episode on sarcoma. Sarcomas are cancers that develop from bones or soft tissues, such as fat, muscles, nerves, and more. Because bone and soft tissues can be found nearly everywhere in the body, a sarcoma can start in any part of the body. 60% begin in an arm or leg. 30% start in the torso or abdomen and 10% occur in the head or neck. Soft tissue sarcomas, or STS, are a group of cancers that begin in the connective tissues that support and connect the body, including blood vessels, fat cells, lining of joints, lymph vessels, muscle nerves, or tendons. As a result, STS can occur almost anywhere in the body. When an STS begins and is small, it can go unnoticed because it usually does not cause problems, such as pain. However, as an STS grows, it can cause pain or interfere with the body's normal functions. Not all sarcomas are the same. Because there are more than 50 different types of STS, and each has a different natural history, meaning where they start, how they affect the body, how fast they grow, and how they respond to treatment, it is more accurate to describe them as a family of related diseases rather than as a single disease. Specific types of sarcoma are often named according to the normal tissue cells they most closely resemble. This is different from most other types of cancer, which usually are named for the part of the body where the cancer began. Some sarcomas do not look like any type of normal tissue and are thought to come from stem cells or other primitive cells. Stem cells are special cells that can mature into specific tissues or organs. 
When a tumor is found and the doctor believes it could be sarcoma, it is important to find out the type of sarcoma as part of the diagnosis process. Because there are so many different types of sarcomas, it is best if an expert pathologist who specializes in sarcoma examines the tumor sample. A pathologist is a doctor who uses a microscope to look at the tumor specimen to make the diagnosis. A pathologist will look under the microscope to see the size and shape called morphology of the tumor cells and do special stains called immunohistochemistry to determine what type of sarcoma it is. This is called the histology. Sometimes they need more information and additional genetic tests are performed, which take longer for the results to come back. Pathologists are looking for new ways to quickly determine a tumor's type because this helps the healthcare team decide on the best treatment plan. Pathologists also describe a sarcoma by its grade, which describes how closely cancer cells look or don't look like healthy cells when viewed under a microscope. A higher-grade tumor has cells that look more abnormal and are potentially more aggressive. The grade can help the doctor predict how quickly the sarcoma will grow and spread. In general, a lower-grade tumor is less likely to come back after treatment and more likely to grow slower than a higher-grade tumor. A pathologist with expertise in sarcomas should be involved when the doctor suspects the diagnosis will be a sarcoma. According to a Cancer.net page I'll share on the Dose of Joy podcast Facebook page, this year an estimated 13,190 people, 7,590 men and boys, and 5,600 women and girls in the United States will be diagnosed with S. Sarcomas are described as being localized, locally advanced, or metastatic when they are first found. Localized means the tumor is only in one area of the body. Locally advanced means the tumor involves or attaches to nearby tissues or organs. This often means it is not possible to remove the tumor because of its location, size, or the organs it involves. Metastatic means the sarcoma has spread to parts of the body far away from where the sarcoma started. 
In general, cancer statistics often include the five-year survival rate for a type of cancer. The five-year survival rate tells you what percent of people live at least five years after the cancer is found. Percent means how many out of 100. The overall five-year survival rate for sarcoma is 65%. About 60% of sarcomas are found as a localized sarcoma. The five-year survival rate for people with localized sarcoma is 81%. Most sarcomas do not have known causes. Sarcomas can start in any part of the body. The types of symptoms that people have from a sarcoma depend on where it starts. People with sarcoma may experience these symptoms or signs. Sometimes people with sarcoma do not have any of these changes, or the cause of a symptom may be a different medical condition that is not cancer. STS rarely causes symptoms in the early stages. The first sign of a sarcoma in an arm, leg, or torso may be a painless lump or swelling. Most lumps are not sarcoma. The most common soft tissue lumps are lipomas. Lipomas are made of fat cells and are not cancer. Lipomas have often been there for many years and rarely change in size. In the uterus, benign tumors called fibroids far outnumber sarcomas, but sarcomas of the uterus are sometimes mistaken for benign fibroids. However, it's important to talk with your doctor about any lumps that are larger than 2 inches or 5 centimeters, grow larger, or are painful regardless of their location. People with a sarcoma that starts in the abdomen may not have any symptoms, or they may have pain or a sense of fullness. Because sarcoma can develop in flexible, elastic tissues or deep spaces in the body, the tumor can often push normal tissue out of its way as it grows. Therefore, a sarcoma may grow quite large before it causes symptoms. Eventually, it may cause pain as the growing tumor begins to press against nerves and muscles. Sarcomas that start in other parts of the body may cause other symptoms or signs. For example, sarcomas in the uterus can cause uterine bleeding or an increase in the size of the uterus. Tumors that start in the heart or a lung may cause breathing problems or pain in the chest. If you are concerned about any changes you experience, 
please talk with your doctor. Your doctor will ask how long and how often you've been experiencing the symptoms in addition to other questions. This is to help figure out the cause of the problem called a diagnosis. For most types of cancer, a biopsy is the only sure way for the doctor to know if an area of the body has cancer. In a biopsy, the doctor takes a small sample of tissue for testing in a laboratory. If a biopsy is not possible, the doctor may suggest other tests that will help make a diagnosis. Although biopsies have a small chance of not giving a definite answer, they are very important to allow your doctor to make a clear diagnosis and develop a clear, team-based treatment plan. There are no standard screening tests for sarcoma. A doctor should examine any unusual or new lumps or bumps that are growing to make sure it is not cancer. If a sarcoma is suspected, it is very important to talk with a doctor who has experience with this type of cancer. A diagnosis of sarcoma is made by a combination of clinical examination by a doctor and imaging tests. It is confirmed by the results of a biopsy. Because STS is rare, an expert pathologist should review the tissue sample to properly diagnose a sarcoma. Sometimes properly diagnosing a sarcoma requires special tests on the tumor tissue, and it is best if a specialist who sees this type of cancer regularly does this. There are different types of biopsies. For a needle biopsy, a doctor removes a small sample of tissue from the tumor with a needle-like instrument, usually a core needle biopsy. This may be performed with the help of ultrasound, CT scan, or MRI to precisely guide the needle into the tumor. In an incisional biopsy, a surgeon cuts into the tumor and removes a sample of tissue. In an excisional biopsy, the surgeon removes the entire tumor. Excisional biopsies are generally not recommended for sarcomas because the risk of local recurrence is very high, and second surgeries are often needed to completely remove the tumor. A recurrence is when cancer comes back after treatment. The type of biopsy and how it is done are important in diagnosing and treating sarcomas. Patients should be seen in a sarcoma specialty center before the biopsy is performed so that the treating surgeon can identify the location for the biopsy. It is important to have an expert pathologist review the sample of tissue removed to appropriately diagnose a sarcoma. 
your doctor or the pathologist looking at the sarcoma may recommend running laboratory tests on a tumor sample to identify specific genes, proteins, and other factors unique to the tumor. Results of these tests will help decide what the treatment should be, because each sarcoma can be as different from one another as breast cancer is different from colon cancer. After diagnostic tests are done, your doctor will review all of the results with you. If the diagnosis is cancer, these results also help the doctor describe the cancer. This is called staging and grading. Treatment options and recommendations depend on several factors, including the type, stage, and grade of sarcoma, possible side effects, and the patient's preferences and overall health. Take time to learn about all of your treatment options and be sure to ask questions about things that are unclear. Talk with your doctor about the goals of each treatment and what you can expect while receiving the treatment. These types of talks are called shared decision-making. Shared decision-making is when you and your doctors work together to choose treatments that fit the goals of your care. Shared decision-making is particularly important for sarcomas because there are different treatment options. Surgery is the removal of the tumor and some surrounding healthy tissue during an operation. Before surgery, it's important to have a biopsy and appropriate imaging scans to confirm the diagnosis. After biopsy, surgery is typically an important part of the treatment plan if the tumor is localized or located in only one area. Surgical oncologists and orthopedic oncologists are doctors who specialize in treating sarcomas using surgery. The surgeon's goal is to remove the tumor and enough normal tissue surrounding it to obtain a clean margin around the tumor. A clean margin means there are no tumor cells visible at the borders of the surgical specimen. This is currently the best method available to ensure that there are no tumor cells left in the area from which the tumor was removed. Small low-grade sarcomas can usually be effectively removed by surgery alone. Those that are high-grade and larger than 2 inches or 5 centimeters are often treated with a combination of surgery and radiation therapy. Radiation therapy or chemotherapy may be used before surgery to shrink the tumor and make removal easier. They also may be used during and after surgery to destroy any remaining cancer cells. 
rarely for patients with a very large tumor involving the major nerves and blood vessels of the arm or leg, surgical removal of the limb, called amputation, is required to control the tumor. This can also be necessary if the tumor grows back in the arm or leg after surgery, radiation therapy, and or chemotherapy have been completed. It's important to remember that the operation that results in the most useful and strongest limb may be different from the one that gives the most normal appearance. If amputation is needed, rehabilitation, including physical therapy, can help maximize physical function. Rehabilitation can also help a person cope with the social and emotional effects of losing a limb. People who have had an amputation can often wear a prosthesis, depending on the type of amputation. Before surgery, talk with your healthcare team about the possible side effects from the specific surgery you will have, including the recovery period. We will discuss more about the treatment options for sarcoma in next week's show. As always, thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Dose of Joy. If you enjoy this show, the best way to help is by leaving a five-star review wherever you're listening in. Contact the show at doseofjoypodcast at hotmail.com if you have a speaking request where you would like me to speak at your hospital or cancer treatment center, either live or virtually. Until next time, I leave you with my heartfelt wish for a joy-filled life. I'm gonna laugh and I'm gonna cry The world is waiting here for me I can do more than just survive I wanna see